0: Welcome to Believing the Bible with
1: Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. With today's message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational.
2: Grandpa, Grandpa, guess what? My teacher said we were fish before becoming human in our mommy's tummies.
3: Is that a fact? Did you ask your teacher how she knows?
2: Oh, it's in the science books, it has got to be right.
3: Well, Science books once said that the body was only made up of bile, phlegm, and blood, which is wrong. So be careful about trusting everything you read in the science books. But there's a book I do trust. It's called the Bible, the Word of God, which has never been proven wrong. When I asked you how your teacher knew you were a fish before turning into a human, I knew the answer was, she couldn't. The sad thing is that this false belief has been used by the Supreme Court of the United States to justify abortion.
2: Abortion? That's really bad, isn't it, Grandpa?
3: That's for sure.
2: How could that happen?
3: It started back in the 1870s when a man named Ernst Haeckel read Charles Darwin's book on evolution. You see, he was a college professor and knew that people were much more likely to remember pictures than words. And he was a pretty good illustrator or artist So he collected various drawings of embryos Of different creatures, including man And made them look almost identical In their earliest stages of development
2: Oh no, Grandpa, that's crazy
3: Uh, The craziest part about this is Even though it was proven that his drawings were false Over 120 years ago They're still used in science textbooks today
2: Why don't they put and real pictures instead of just drawings that are wrong.
3: The really good textbooks do, but many of the editors of these textbooks, like Haeckel himself, want Charles Darwin's theory to be right. So they use the same false drawings. Not only are the drawings false, but the stories about gills are also false. Human babies never produce any fish like gills at any time in their development.
2: What does God say about people like that?
3: In Romans one twenty two, we read, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And that's a fact.
1: Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, all directors with the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you, you can believe the Bible from the first verse. Today, we're talking about the Haeckel hoax or the recapitulation theory or biogenetic law, as some people have described it, although that is a joke to call it such a thing. And it's the idea of human embryos going through multiple stages of development as if they went through a fish stage and an amphibian stage, a reptile stage, and then mammal, etc. This idea came up in the 1870s, as our mini-drama described, but was discredited by the 1880s. It was discredited in the 1880s when they took a look at human embryos and his drawings and found out they were not the same. Why, if it's been discredited now for 135 years, is the thing still in some textbooks? That's an excellent question. In fact,
3: in uh, a documentary called uh, Flock of Dodos, which was shown at uh, UTSA a few years back, Dr. Jonathan Wells was attacked for using, in the icons of evolution, uh, his book uh, on that uh, topic, that Haeckel's drawings are still being used in the textbooks, and the Placododo's producer went to ask Wells about this and says, well, I just took, picked up a couple of science books, and they don't have Haeckel's name in here at all, which is true. The science books have dropped Haeckel's name, but the illustrations are still in many of the high school and college textbooks, and the question is why? Are they still using something that they know because they took his name off, are wrong, because they want to make sure they have some evidence for an evolutionary theory that's really, really, really hard to scientifically prove, so like impossible to prove. So they have to use something rather than nothing, and they keep on using the same something. In fact, I had a professor in medical school who seemed to enjoy saying ontogeny recapitulates phylogeny. I think he just liked to say big words in front of us. Mm -hmm. But he said it over and over and over again like he was trying to indoctrinate. And what do those big words supposedly mean? Ontogeny means the growth from a, a single cell to the full organism. Recapitulates means it just redoes or uh, essentially re uh, like a rerun of our phylogeny, in other words, our ancient past, our uh, supposedly evolutionary past. So the phylogeny would be the various types of creatures or kinds are all in our DNA and all went through Uh, We all went through that as we were developing in the uh, womb, which, of course, is scientifically incorrect. Uh, We never did that. Nothing has been proven. But that phrase was really catchy and really was taught very hard in my anatomy and physiology class.
1: So you had a professor who was indoctrinating you with that philosophy, but that's all it was. It did not have scientific background. But I, was,
3: didn't, I didn't know enough to question him because he was a real
1: smart guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, re- really smart. Terry, this is used in some Planned Parenthood and abortion clinics to put posters up of embryos going through the fish stage, amphibian stage, reptile, mammal. But this thing has been
2: discredited for 135 years. Why would they do that? They want to dehumanize this baby that's growing inside the mother so the mother won't feel guilty about having an, an abortion, I think, as we've talked about before, I have a background volunteering at the San Antonio Pregnancy care Center, and there they would have actual well they ha- have would have models of what a developing baby would actually look like at the various stages because they were trying to teach these girls, these young women that would come in, the truth. And that's what liberates people when people know the truth. That's what we're about, and that's what uh, the general theory of evolution is not about. And that's why we have the,
3: the laws in several states now that women need to be sonographed. In other words, have an ultrasound done to look at the baby. So that the mother can actually see that this is a baby. Yeah. This is not a fish. This is not a reptile. Right. This is not a mammal. This is a baby, a
1: human baby. Because what they were trying to do with the posters was to just tell them, we know that you're squeamish about doing this, but it's just a fish at this point. It's just a salamander at this point.
2: Yeah, I'm um, I'm glad you mentioned that because that is a service that they were actually providing at the San Antonio Pregnancy care center, mm-hmm. just as uh, I'll try to state real quickly an anecdote, my wife was a high risk pregnancy, and so they were trying to do this one examination on her, and they couldn't get the monitor in the right place because Joshua kept moving around in around inside my wife, and they said one of those well. After Joshua came, and, and even now that he's nine years old, we still know what they meant by one of those. <laughs> so we found out what they meant. So so you can see Joshua's personality coming out even when he was inside In my wife. That's
3: right. We are born with a personality. We we are not blank slates. We each are gifted by God with uh, talents and abilities that we have to offer up, up to him, but we have them from the start, from the get-go.
1: You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed are our great producer. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is s-a-b-b-s-a.org. Now we just ask about what the embryos, why they were drawn like this, and why people would put them up in abortion clinics, etc. But let's go back to Haeckel. Why would he falsify the drawings to start with?
3: Well, he fell for Darwin's theory, hook, line, and sinker, from the beginning. He wanted to believe in no God. He wanted to believe that he didn't have to be accountable. He wanted this theory to to thrive. And he knew that illustrations improved memory. That's why he was an illustrator. He, He illustrated all sorts of things, all sorts of real things. He did a lot of good work, and in fact, if you Google uh, Haeckel's drawings, you'll find all sorts of fantastic illustrations of wonderful creatures that God has produced, and, but he used that talent to try to help uh, Darwin push his theory. Not necessarily with Darwin's uh, knowledge, but he took what Darwin had, Darwin had written and put it to his talent of illustration so that he could essentially fortify Uh, to the nth degree the theory of evolution in the students minds because once you have a picture it is indeed worth a thousand words.
1: During the pre-production discussion Terry you were talking about the power of even a bad idea that's been discredited for 135 years that once it's out there it's difficult to get it back in the bottle.
2: Yeah I think everyone out there that's listening knows this. You've known that of cases where Bad information would get out there and it would just stay out there. You couldn't squelch it. But good information, you've probably had experiences where you're trying to get good information out there and it's like beating your head against the wall sometimes.
1: Now, Carl, one thing that hadn't been discussed in this whole thing is, yes, the drawings were bad. Yes, it's misinformation to say that we go through any stages of evolution. But genetically, from the first zygote, Humans have human DNA. Absolutely. They, they are never fish. That is correct.
3: There is no such thing as a loss of, or a change of information once the, 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 the baby is, uh, once the egg is, is impregnated with the sperm and the genetic material from the mother and father unite. From the beginning, it is human DNA all the way. And there's been discussion about the so-called junk DNA that ex- exists in our cells and that junk has not been properly labeled it is all human it is all necessary and it is all working to make you and i from the beginning
1: and this whole discussion underlines another time when everything the bible says about life is substantiated by observation and all of this stuff which has been dreamed up does not hold up according to observation it's not science Information for creation events around Bear County can always be found on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org, that is s-a-b-b-s-a.org, or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletters. You can also call 210-599-7240 to request having the newsletter emailed to you. Our website also has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter. Also go to WhyShouldYouBelieve.com. That's WhyShouldYouBelieve.com. That's Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. at the Jim's Restaurant on the corner of San Pedro and Ramsey. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County as well as the availability of hundreds of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and with Terry Reid and Dr. Carl Williams, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.